This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Russian oligarchs yacht leaving Antiguan waters after months of speculation. Antigua Prime Minister Nigeria investors should not own majority of Liat shares. Dominica calls for a unified intra-regional travel approach. St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister calls for a vote on removing Queen as head of state. British Virgin Islands' 20-year residency requirement for belongership eligibility cut in half. And World Health Organization says poorer help for many vulnerable Caribbean refugees and migrants. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, July 26th. We start a report today in Antigua. The Antigua Observer reports that the two yachts owned by sanctioned Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich have left the Falmouth Harbor in Antigua where they were moored for several months. The vessels, the 67-meter Explorer Garon and the 55-meter superyacht Halo, were forced to remain in Antigua since late March after their billionaire owner was hit with sanctions by the UK government over his ties to the Russian President Vladimir Putin. Putin's military forces have maintained an invasion of Ukraine since February this year. With assistance from the UK, the Antigua and Barbuda government was able to determine in late March, early April that the yachts were registered to Wenham Overseas Limited, a company domiciled in the British Virgin Islands, and that the beneficial owner of the company was Abramovich. However, no move could be made to seize the vessels as Antigua and Barbuda does not have any sanction laws and Abramovich was not committed any crimes in the Twin Island states. Since countries and territories around the world started hitting Putin-like Russians with sanctions, a number of expensive yachts, airplanes, and properties have been seized. According to Isisman Super Yachts, a popular maritime channel dedicated to monitoring the super yacht industry, boat vessels have reflagged, changed the national registration from Bermuda to the Cook Islands, and departed Antigua late last Friday. They were soon after observed to be traveling across the Atlantic waters to Morocco. Caribbean Loop News reports that Antigua and Barbuda Prime Minister Gaston Brown does not support a proposal for the majority shareholdings in a new regional airline to be placed in the hands of foreign investors as Caribbean community CARICOM leaders get ready to discuss the future of the cash-strapped airline Liette. We also had a proposal from investors out of Nigeria, and they had indicated an interest in purchasing 75% of shares in Liat. He said a meeting of regional leaders is scheduled not for this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday to discuss the way forward for Liat and to determine how we structure it in going forward. Caribbean community CARICOM leaders at the summit in Suriname earlier this month had agreed on a new modern multilateral air service agreement that will allow for a new framework within which air transportation will operate in the region. Liat 
established in 1974, which entered into administration in July 2020 following increased debt and the impact of the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, is owned by the governments of Antigua and Barbuda, Barbados, Dominica, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The airline prior to entering into administration had been servicing several regional destinations, has scaled down its operations and is now servicing Anguilla, Antigua, Barbados, Dominica, Guyana, Grenada, Guadeloupe, Martinique, San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Kitts, St. Lucia and St. Martin. The Antigua Observer reports that Dominica's Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt has called on regional leaders, including those in Antigua and Barbuda, to work with haste to deal with the issues affecting intra-regional travel. Ian Douglas, Dominica's trade minister, said, swim together or sink one by one. The remarks were made during the just-concluded OECS Tourism Ministers meeting at which Antigua and Barbuda was present. He said that a unified approach is necessary to achieving greater success for all regional countries. Policymakers in the region will need to consider a combination of initiatives to stimulate intra-regional travel while continuing to focus on improving perception of safety and security in our destinations. Douglas said. Furthermore, he said a unified approach is necessary if regions are to add value to tourism offerings and achieve greater success than that which is possible individually, he added. Interregional travel accounted for 20% of inbound arrivals to the Eastern Caribbean Currency Union between 2017 to 2019. But as for the COVID-19 pandemic, it took its toll on the industry. There was a 97% decline between April to December in 2020. Prime Minister Dr. Ralph Gonzalez of St. Vincent and the Grenadine Monday proposed a single item referendum asking the people of St. Vincent and the Grenadines to decide whether or not to replace Britain's Queen Elizabeth with a non-executive homegrown president as head of state. But Gonzales told Parliament that he would only pursue the referendum if it is bipartisan supported. In 2009, Venetians overwhelmingly rejected the proposed revised constitution with 29,019 no votes and 22,493 yes votes. I agree that we are now 12 years away from the referendum, said Gonzales, who had previously said that he would leave the question of constitutional reform to future leaders. On November 30th last year, Barbados removed the Queen of England as its head of state, electing Dame Sandra Mason as its first local head of state. Gonzales also said that if there is bipartisan support for the referendum, a committee will also also be set up to establish national honors, calling further for a simultaneous establishment of a body to carry out a process of decolonization in names. Gonzales also suggested that there be all party unity on this, though the law does not require it. BVINews.com reports that British Virgin Islands Premier Dr. Natalia Wheatley has announced that going forward, the Immigration Department will be using 
the 10-year threshold to grant belongership status as outlined in the Constitution. The belongership issue is brought up in the Commission of Inquiry Report, where recommendations B-33 advocates a review of the existing policy and processes of granting residency and belongership status, including the discretion by Cabinet to grant such statuses and the number of residence years required for belongership. Dominica Today reports that the Puerto Rico Department of Health reported Sunday two additional cases of monkeypox on the island, increasing to 13 the total number of people infected by the virus in the Caribbean territory. The health agency also reported that 61.5% of the cases had a travel history in the past 21 days. The health agency indicated in the bulletin that since the beginning of the epidemiological surveillance system for smallpox, 63 alerts had been received. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention have equitably distributed the vaccines considering the number of confirmed cases in the states and territories of the United States. In the coming days, the Genuous vaccine will be administered on the island to prevent human smallpox and monkeypox disease in persons over 18 years of age and at high risk of infection. Caribbean Loop News reports that residents of Antigua and Barbuda could be required to take another vaccine soon, this time for monkeypox. The monkeypox outbreak has been declared a global health emergency by the World Health Organization. Prime Minister Gaston Brown has instructed the Ministry of Health to acquire vaccines for the highly contagious disease that has already infected thousands of people worldwide. We have to prepare for its eventual arrival. More than 16,000 cases of monkeypox have been reported across more than 70 countries so far this year. There have been no laboratory confirmed cases of monkeypox in Antigua and Barbuda since samples sent to the Caribbean Public Health Agency have all been negative. There is no specific treatment for monkeypox. However, the public is advised that social and physical distancing, frequent hand washing washing and wearing face masks may prevent infection. And finally, the St. Kitts Nevis Observer via CMC reports that the first World Health Organization report on the health of refugees and migrants showed poorer health outcomes for many vulnerable ones from the Caribbean and other places. The report states that worldwide, millions of refugees and migrants in vulnerable situations, such as low-skill migrant workers, face poorer health outcomes than their host communities especially where living and working conditions are substandard. The World Health Organization therefore warned that this has dire consequences for the probability that the world will not achieve the health-related United Nations Sustainable Development Goals for these populations. Today, there are some one billion migrants globally, about one in eight people. The experience of migration is a key determinant of health and well-being, and refugees and migrants remain among the most most vulnerable and neglected members of many societies, said Dr. Thedros Gerbaya.
Reyes, World Health Organization Director General. According to the International Organization for Migration, North America was the destination for 59 million international migrants in 2020. In Latin America and the Caribbean, World Health Organization said the number of international migrants more than doubled since 2005 to 15 million in 2021, making it the region with the highest growth. The Pan American Health Organization said it is implementing a project in coordination with national authorities in 10 Central and South American countries to protect the health of migrants and ensure their access to health services. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, July 26. I'm Keisha Wallace. Fire! For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.